Hey, Sugars, it's me, Rogue, and I'm here interviewing all the candidates from this year's X-Men vote. <laughs> Thanks for joining me today, Jubilee. Um, why do you think that you should be voted onto the X-Men? Oh, thanks so much, Rogue. Um, I come from a long tradition of a specific superhero team archetype. Ooh, and which archetype is that, hon? We're talking like Marvin and Wendy or the Wonder Twins from the Justice League or like Jubilee from the X-Men. Oh, I see. Hmm. Hey, Jubilee, where's your son? Oh, shit. Oh, hey, sugar. Good to have another Southern here. We got Sam, Mr. Cannonball. Hey there, Rogue. (laughs) Shoot. So why should you be an X-Men, sugar? Well, I need to get out of my house. Oh, oh, because because of your wife and your baby? No, (laughs) no, 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 no. I'm just uh, I'm starting to get a little skinny fat. That's all. Sam, you can be honest with me. It's just that Berto. He he smells so. It's like, put your goddamn slut pants on already, bitch. I mean, come on, right? We're live, Allison. Oh, oh, fuck me. Allison, why should you be on the X-Men, Dazzler? Um, the same reason I do everything. Why? Because there's a lot of 40-year-old gay men who want you to? Bingo! <laughs> Hold on, Kim Petrus is totally texting me. No, she isn't, huh? All right, fine. It's um, Kim Kardashian. Dazzler. Fine, it's Kim Cattrall. Ew. All right, yeah, I hate Sarah Jessica, too. Oh, sugar, look, we got Frenzy here. Oh, wait, wait, I thought we did. Where is she? Uh, she knew better than to come here. Oh, shit. Oh, it's just that it's a little tone deaf and grossly exploitative. Bro, can we stop talking about my death, please? Oh, sorry. Okay, Prodigy. Uh, why should you be on the X-Men? Well, thank you for having me. I, oh, oh! Oh, is everything okay? Yeah, um, as I was saying, I, oh, God, Babe, stop it! Oh my god, what's that wind? Is speed fucking you right now? Do you have a towel? Oh. Oh, hey, Juggernaut. Uh, It's really nice to meet you. Thanks. It's important that we talk about my role in the X-Men. Sure, of course. But first, could you just flex your bicep a little bit? Oh, fine. Wow. Oh, it's so big. Can I just touch it a little, son? Um, sure. Are you married, though? Mm, yeah, I know this is weird, but would you just kind of gently choke me a little? All right, sure. <laughs> well, sacre bleu, rogue, what you don't 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 doing there? Oh shit, there's Gambit. All right, uh, uh, uh this doesn't what it looks like. Happy two hundred and fiftieth episode, CBQ. Oh yeah, just like that. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 250 of Comic Book Queers, colon, Legacy. Um, I am your host, Brett, and I am joined, as always, uh, by my partner, Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil. Hi. How's it going, Shug? Oh, everything's fine, Sugar. Do you think they could tell that we were both rogue? I don't think so. I thought they thought that was really rogue. Uh, happy 250th, by the way. I know. Isn't it crazy? 250. We've been doing this for 250 years. I mean, we're that old. Jesus. We are that old. I feel that old. But you know no, what? We aren't going to be the oldest gays in this podcast. 
That is correct. There's going to be some what? that are a little bit older. Not by much, though. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Um, not really sure where you were going with that one. Who are these older gays you're talking uh, about? From uh, The Last of Us. Oh, my <laughs> God. My heart is broken. Broken. I blocked all of it out. <laughs> And now my heart is broken in two once again. But first, we got some hot topics we need to discuss. Can we cue the new soundbite? We got some hot, we got some hot topics. Yeah. Oh, listen well, to that girl. Ooh, Uh-oh. Spicy. Look at that 250th episode. We're changing it up. Don't say that Magical. we're Magical. So elegant. <laughs> Um, so we've got a lot to talk about, but first, um, I want to talk about dicks. I, I, I just want to, it's our favorite topic, dicks. It's our favorite topic. I just want to celebrate, um, the Broadway run of Take Me Out, the play that was starring Jesse Tyler Ferguson and Jesse Williams, mm-hmm. um, just left from a matinee, which I think was the final performance. And I have to tell you. I've never seen bigger cocks in all my life. Do you see Jesse Tyler Ferguson's cock? No. Oh, thank God. You don't. But you see the cock of pretty much every other actor on that stage. And when I tell you, they absolutely cast from the waist down. Uh-huh. Oh, God. This is what Broadway should be about, folks. Do you think any of them are fake? Like, are they wearing prosthetic dogs? No. No, I was up pretty close, and I've got a good nose for a fake dick. You could smell the the schmegma. Oh, a mile away. Ew. <laughs> a mile away. I mean, I, I, were they? Are they? Is the showers working? Were they actually getting wet and sudsing up? Yeah. Were yeah, they, they were, touching they were themselves wet. at all? It was light suds. They were touching the. How else do you wash yourself with like they? They're washing themselves with their own hands. And was everyone in the audience allowed to start jerking off? Was Pee Wee Herman there? Pee Wee Herman was not there. Um, although I have a funny Pee Wee Herman story, I want to save for another episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pee Wee Herman was not there. Um, I actually was afraid that, like, you know how people cheer when a celebrity comes out for the first time in a play. Did they cheer when the dicks came out? That's what I was afraid of. I just saw Chicago with Jinx Monsoon. Yeah. No shit. Two and a half minutes of cheers and applause when she first stepped out. And you're like, stage. all right, let the bitch sing. Like, okay, let the bitch do her thing. Um, so this one, Jesse Tyler comes out, you know, people cheer. Jesse Williams comes out, people cheer. And it was just that kind of crowd. I really thought that when it came out, people were going to cheer. Was there like a, like an audience gasp? No. Was no, it more it was like one of those? Was it like um like on a TGIF uh, TGIF sitcom when like there's a ooh <laughs> like say by the bell or like um, <laughs> no it was just silent and then somebody yelled that's it are you serious and then he went just kidding and everyone cracked up big house laugh no I'm just kidding no there was like a heavy silence that filled the crowd. I know everyone but you just heard like. Like, like, everybody's just one, what, just, one person slapping their Yeah, mouth. everyone's just jerking off. <laughs> everybody's jerking off. No, they pack them in so tight. I mean, good luck getting an arm free in those Broadway theaters. Oh. But Evil Jeff, I understand you saw something that had a lot of body yaddy yaddy in it as well. Yeah, there's this new show on Netflix 
because I watched some K-dramas, the algorithm was like, hey, watch this Korean reality show called Physical 100. And it's literally just a hundred athletes just doing like squid game type, um, like, you know, physical challenges. And they're all topless and just hot as fuck. Like... The, the 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 key here is like they all have their own busts made of their torsos. Ooh, so it opens up really? with just like a hundred busts, like Grecian busts of torsos. And when oh, they get eliminated, yes. they have to break the <gasps> torso. They have to break it. <laughs> Ooh. What why am I turned on right now? It's so sexy. Like the first two episodes, they're doing a Basically, they just they're like, hey, hold on to these like this like monkey bar grid, and then the floor drops out, and then it's no. like who can like last the longest? So it's just tons of biceps, hot, hot, hot. But the next uh, one is wrestling. Like there's a ball, ooh. and they both have to wrestle to get a hold of the ball after like three minutes. And there's one that's in the mud, and it's so hot. Ooh. There's Netflix one guy who's a farmer. Something. There's one. It's a farmer versus a dancer. A dancer who was on also another show I watched called Singles Inferno, which is like the Korean what the like hell dating. Is that? It's the Korean dating show where it's just like okay. hot models um, are on the beach, and then if they choose each other, they like get to go to paradise for a night. Oh hell yeah! But because it's Korean, they like hold hands, and that's like as far as they go because everyone's so fucking prudish. Yeah, but some of them are on this show too. They're also, but it basically you got to see a, a built bodybuilder male dancer and a built jacked as fuck farmer wrestle in the mud. It was like, it was like rewind, 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 spank it a little, rewind. I need to see this show. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Dicks are great. Male bodies are great. I love it. It also has it also has beautiful female bodies in it too. I would say if you are bisexual, this show is for this you. Is your show. It has something for everybody. Yes. Um, um we need a new show. You know why? Why? Because we have another hot topic. What is it? Our two favorite shows, Titans and Doom Patrol, cancel. Do you Listen, think that was because of ratings or do you think James Gunn was like, I want to wipe the slate clean? James Gunn said I had nothing to do with this. Oh, he did? Okay. I think James Gunn would have just slapped an Elseworlds on it and called it a day. If it was his decision. Yeah. But will it be erased forever? Uh, not from my heart. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I know. Well, you know what? Hey, here's a, here's a silver lining. Anna Diop, who plays Starfire in Titans. Yeah. She's free, Marvel. Just saying. I know. Well, I, I mean, I would say, like, I think some of the, like, what's the guy who plays Nightwing? Yeah, Brenton. Let's give Cyclops him something, him please. Put, him a, put, a, put a visor him on. Him as Cyclops. Cyclops? Are you kidding me? Are you me? kidding me? Make them Cyclops and oh, Storm. Ca- you cowards. What? You cowards. Oh, do my it. God. That would be amazing. What a Cyclops he would make. What a storm she would make. Forget. I feel storm is so epic at this point. No matter who they cast, they're going to be pissed off. I feel like it's so hard to cast her now because she's just I feel like so epic. Anna Diop is one of those actresses. I think that would appease everybody. I hope so. I would love it. I mean, she's already she already had like big hair and lighted up eyes and yeah. shooting stuff out of her hands. She's already shown that she can do but that. But maybe because she has that, it's like, oh, you were too close to it. 
We need something no. fresh No. No. If all of these women want to have sex with Scott Summers, the only answer is Brenton Thwaites. Yeah. Ah. Hey, why don't we also talk about James Gunn kind of gave his little his little manifesto Nothing of like little, what little. I mean of what he's planning to do Huge. with the DC universe and there's a lot of shit that's coming. Did you watch his video? I did not watch the video. I just read. I read it. Oh. I watched the video on the streets of New York walking down the sidewalk going, "What? Do you have the list you? in front of you? I realize I don't have I the have list it in front, in front of me, of course. Of well, course. let's go through it. Let's go through what's going on. Well, first things first, we have to just flush out the system. So we have to let the current movies run their course. And there are four of them. There's Aquaman 2, <laughs> Flash. Aquaman 2 is the fourth one. Flash is the one that's going to reset everything and start to lead into this new new. Which... You know, it's Ezra Miller. <laughs> Asterisk, well, Ezra, Miller Ezra Miller is finally like in rehab, and they're all like, "And I, I, but it's I feel like it's too late for Ezra Miller." But oh, it's too late, and but you know what? It's too late for Ezra Miller, but it's just beginning for Shazam Two. Zachary Levi, have we heard of this? I he is now like a crazy Christian anti-vaxer. What Trumpa is happening? What the hell? He's been on the 700 Club. The seven, Ugh. the 700 Club. Are you kidding me? What when is going this on? This, Was he always the 700 Club? Pat Robertson, that ancient evil troll. I just saw a TikTok where he was saying that if a woman gets Alzheimer's, the husband should be able to divorce her and just put her in a home because he needs someone to take. A man should always have a wife to take care of him. That's what women are for to Pat Robinson. I want Pat. I can't wait for Pat Robinson to open, to drop dead, whatever his fucking name is, to drop dead and open his eyes and be in hell. I be can't surrounded wait. surrounded by drag queens in hell. Yes. But their demons dress up like drag queens because drag queens don't go to hell. They go to heaven. But they'll do a big fake oh. out first. They'll do like a good place. <laughs> oh, yeah. They love a reveal, those demons. Yeah. Not the drag queens again. <laughs> <laughs> um what else is happening in james gunn's world i do i will say this he also said the tone of everything he's like not everything is going to be a peacemaker james gunn haha there's like a biting sarcastic edge he's like i'm gonna let everything kind of have its own moment and have its own feel if it needs to be more dramatic it'll be dramatic if it'll need to be funny and i think that's also why he's creating else worlds where he's like no joker is its own thing because that director is doing his own thing Batman with Robert Pattinson, that's its own thing. It's its own world. And I really like that. Because I think if I you had that. to try and merge to Robert Pattinson in. into like a Justice League, I think that would kind of demean isn't, those movies. Isn't that arguably what set DC on the wrong foot initially was because they thought they had to extend out of Nolan? And you saw them trying to be Nolan? In yeah. The beginning? Yeah, but then, but then they replaced. But they did a different Batman anyway, so there was no point to doing that. Yeah, I just they went they went for like the realism, like you can Superman. You you cannot possibly tell people you're an alien. But I feel Think like that that, that was but world. that's mostly Zack Snyder's fault. 
Yeah, but I'm saying I think he was he wouldn't have thought that if he didn't wasn't emulating Nolan's realism. Yeah, yeah, but ugh, I just hate Zack Snyder's movies. Me too. So let's stop talking about them because we also have Blue Beetle in the mix of like the movies that are fleshing out the current system. Which who's okay. starring in that? I don't know. Actually, I do know. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. Um. Anyway, Taylor Swift joke. All right, let's get let's get to the new <laughs> stuff, Taylor. Wait, but I don't even know who Blue Beetle is. I didn't. You do I've so. Never, but I, I've never read. What's wrong with you? What, Mr. Golden Blue Beetle? I, that's what I'm saying. Is like I've read like maybe three things. Oh, you don't know like I don't know the don't history. Know who he is, I have right. yeah. I don't. I don't give two shits about Blue Beetle. All right, let's get on to what else is happening though. All right, it's starting with I believe it's a TV show called Waller, starring Viola Davis. Love it. Okay, Nick Fury. So I'm sure we're gonna like she'll be our Nick Fury entrance into this new universe. And then I honestly, after that, I feel like this is exactly how we need to start a new DC universe. Wait, before you reveal that the title, before you reveal that we have to go back to Viola Davis. Oh yes. Cause she is now an EGOT winner. She just won an, uh, Grammy and she's now officially been inducted into the EGOT. Yes. What? She won a Grammy tonight when we're recording. Yes. Oh my God. So just wanted to throw that out there. Oh my God. Congratulations, Viola Davis. But what's the reveal of the show you were about to say before I interrupted you? Superman colon legacy is the name. And and you know, they Brett copied Brett us. was salivating being like, Oh my God. <gasps> Superman legacy. Oh my God! Superman colon legacy um, is going to start us off, and I hear it's going to be inspired. This is what this is why I feel like it's promising. James Gunn gets it; he's picking all the right source material. It feels like Superman Legacy is going to be inspired by Grant Morrison's All Star Superman. Correct answer. Great. And that's not the only inspired by Grant Morrison that we're going to get. Oh, no, it is not. <laughs> and I will tell you this. If you're going to base it on a comic, you fucking base it on Grant Morrison. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, then the thing after Superman Legacy is another HBO Max TV show. It's called Lanterns. Which is going to be like a, is it like a cop type of cop thing? Show. Cop show. Space cop. It's about two lanterns in particular, Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. But I think other, they'll all be in it, which is great. Love it. Give me that Kyle Rayner. Love him. Okay, then after that, this is the one I'm the most excited about. Like, this is the one I was walking along the sidewalk, and he said, and then we're going to do the authority. And I out loud screamed. (laughs) I love the authority. Why do you love the authority, Brett? Two reasons, Apollo and Midnighter. Are they lovers? They are lovers. In fact, they were the first gay couple in comics that I was aware of. And I, I, I mean, this is the, the authority is kind of what gave us <laughs> the authority is kind of what gave us the ultimates in um, when Marvel did Ultimate Marvel, which is what gave us, I feel, the movie Avengers. Yeah. All right. 
Um, Apollo and Midnighter, here they come on the big screen. I just like, I'll never forget the reveal, like reading the authority and then Midnighter just kisses Apollo on the forehead. I was like, wait, wait, what? Love it. Love it. I floated to the sky. Um, but then I came back down because who wants Game of Thrones, but on Themyscira? Not me, but a lot of people do. Paradise Lost. Going kind from like Game of Thrones, but on Wonder Woman Island. Going from gays to lesbians. Thank you so much. There better be much. some fucking lesbians in that shit, or I'm going to be pissed. There is going to be so many lesbians in Paradise Lost. Yeah. And then after that. It's so big because, like, at the very bottom of the castle, there's like a Home Depot. <laughs> That's how gay this show is going to be. You dare bring your U-Haul onto my land. <laughs> but it's only been date number two. <laughs> Stop. Um, what do we got next? How about the Brave and the Bold? What's that one? Oh, that's um, Morrison's Batman and the introduction of the new Batman and his son. Oh, that's the Batman and Damian Robin? Wayne. Yeah. Damian Wayne's Killer Robin. Assassin Robin, love it. You know who I would love is Damian Wayne is um, number five from Umbrella Academy, but he's gonna be too old. Yeah, he's too old now. He's an adult. Yeah, he's basically like he's like an adult. Or Nineteen now. Yeah, he's like an adult. Uh, season one, number five would be a great Damian Wayne. Mm-hmm. Then we got a Booster Gold TV show. That's great. But then you probably don't know Booster Gold. Is Blue Beetle and Booster Gold connected? Yeah, they're like biffies. So is that Booster Gold going to be in the Blue Beetle movie? I don't know. Probably not. Huh. Maybe. Who's to say? James Gunn. Then we got Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. And then we got Swamp Thing. And this is going to be a whole different Supergirl, not the TV. It's like a dark Supergirl. So is is all of the CW shows ending? I don't know. No, they're just starting like Gotham Knights, right? Yeah, um, but I mean, but we've I had a Supergirl show for like Flash six seasons. Flash is over. And uh, Arrow was over, but then, and then I think uh, the something of tomorrow, was it? Legends of tomorrow? That yeah. ended, but Supergirl was still going. Did that end too? I guess that probably Slap has an to Else worlds on started it. over. Just put an Elseworlds on it. Is that all of them? That's it. I mean, that's exciting. Yeah. And then you know what? After all that's done, we still won't have the fucking X-Men. I know. Give us some fucking X-Men, please. Give us the X-Men, please. And make it. Can we talk and make it Anna Diop? Can we talk about some X-Men now? Yes, we can. Hit the new music. I was reading X-Men comics in a cocktail bar. Much is true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's been a few weeks, guys, and we've been dying to talk about this. Dying. Sins of Sinister is finally We're here. out. Sins of Sinister. Let's talk about Sins of Sinister. I've been waiting so long to say those words. Sins of Sinister. And I will tell you this. When there's always like, oh, this is all just going to be reset. I hate those types of plots. 
But when it starts with a bunch of Moiras where things are being reset, it's part of the plot, so I'm okay with it. Being reset is literally one of the tension points of the story. But Especially at the end of Sins of Sinister, number one. Yeah, because in previous, uh, at the end of which, was it Immortal X-Men? In which we saw Xavier had a fucking diamond, sinister diamond on his head. Yes. Which leads but it us turns right out, into this story. Sinister, he's not the only one. Apparently, anyone who has been resurrected has a fucking diamond on. Like, he entered it into the DNA that he could take everybody kind of over. Well, anyone who was resurrected not under hope. Not under the former good hope. Yeah. Because Hope had a way, her, she had some magic way of just undoing his work. Yeah. So we now, like, it shows up and there's, like, Emma and Hope and they're all just, like, all, like, yeah, let's just do what Sinister wants. Let's fucking do it. And it's weird because they're still themselves, but they're, like, but we just have to do what Sinister wants. It's so fucked up. They're under his influence. Like, they're under his moral code. Like they want what he wants and they they lack ethics like he lacks. (laughs) Other than that, they're the same. And it seems to me then the other people that survived, I'm assuming like Kitty Pride, that they must in this, they must have killed her and resurrected her at some point to get her. Oh, sure. There's a big time slip. I mean, what I was really surprised about. Oh, it goes like it's it goes like years. It takes place. It goes. Is it 10 years? 10 years? I think it is. It five when. One of them I think when it opens up where he, well, I think it's like when it opens with like the House of X kind of uh, reference where all they're all coming out of the things and he's like, come to, to me, my me's. I think that was like 10 years later. So oh, shit's yeah, been going it said on. Plus 10 years. Yeah, yeah, shit's going on for a while. So can we talk about that scene for a second? Yeah. Because he resurrected a bunch of Scott Summerses. I know. What do just, we think he's doing? Just, what do we think he's, he's doing with those Scott Summers? Just fuck him already. Jesus Christ. That's what he it was is. all about. <laughs> he is, though. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. He made a bunch of Scott Summerses to fuckses. No. Okay. <laughs> and I will tell you this, because do you know what would make the most sense? Because we know Sinister now wants to fuck Scott Summers. So if he has the ability to put his brain in, in another body or a clone or something, who do you think, going back in the past, he would have put his brain into? Lee Forrester. No, Madeline Pryor. Oh, shit. And this is why I think Dark Web would have been way more interesting if it turns out Madeline Pryor was the fourth sinister. Oh, that would have been so good. But that's not what happened. And Dark nope. Web is... Oh, we'll get to that in a tiny bit. We'll talk about it for like three okay. seconds because it's stupid. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, so he creates a bunch of Scots to fuck. But this, it kind of just shows the world of him. Like once he has Krakoa under its hold, he just starts kind of con- deciding to conquer the world. And he's kind of brilliant at it. He basically kind of just does these horrible things and blames it on Orcus. So everybody hates Orcus. Um, 
There's only one unrealistic thing in this is that Storm took five years to catch on. That's my on. only thing. That's I, like when I read that, I was like, okay, I, I'm sure the writer, I'm sure Kieran Gillen had a problem with that too. Because <laughs> it's like, come on. I mean, yeah. I mean, five ma- years. Yeah. Sure, they're that good, but, but it's Storm. But at anyway, the same time, we'll, we'll get to her by God. But at the same time, it's Storm, and he's like that bitch. She won't die. She's not resurrected. I can't control her. Oh, and then um, they sadly they they lobotomize Krakoa. I was just getting there. They lobotomize Krakoa and kill Dougie. Yeah, Dougie. Bad week for Dougie in the comic books. Can we just say? Yeah, Dougie is not having a good time. Not having a good time. So after this, this book is essentially splash page after splash page of major Marvel characters dying. Yeah. Good Or either dying or being put under the influence of Sinister. But we get Thanos getting his brains blown out. By a miniaturized Juggernaut bullet. And then they just let Juggernaut keep flying through space. Yeah, bye Juggernaut. You're ki- the new Kitty Pride, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, uh, Doom fucking gets killed by uh, Namor. Kills Namor. Doom. All the Eternals are fucking butchered by Uranus. So they use the Fantastic oh, Four is fucking killed. By, the Avengers by, by are the fucking thing. killed. Yeah, and then Storm is like, "Why is my friend weird?" And she means Nightcrawler. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, because that's not Nightcrawler. And she's like, well, where's Nightcrawler? And he's like, he's right here. It's the, he's this dog. And basically they're like, well, now that you know, uh, let's take him. And Professor X and Emma are like, all right, we're going to fucking, you know, Sorry. Do, our, do our psychic thing on you. But Storm fucking knew this. She's like been planning this. I, maybe this is the thing. She's been planning this for a long time. Oh, hell But I feel yeah. like That's, five yeah, years exactly. is too long. You can figure shit out before that storm. I know. But but then being able to do something about it's a whole other thing. She probably knew she couldn't confide, yeah. right? And she escapes and meets up with who, of course, the people that escaped Krakoa before all this happened, Mystique and Irene. Mystique. Wait, let's. we cannot gloss over this moment. She made a deal with Laktuka. Yeah. Whose mind is as big as everything. She's like, the second, the second somebody tries to take over my mind, like I have to connect to yours and then yeah. blow them all the fuck away. Yeah. Yeah. People died. People yeah. died in this scene. <laughs> oh yeah. I think the whole council is dead except for Sinister. And then she was like, her catchphrase is, you make sure. Is there a badder, asser, bitcher thing to say? Yeah. Like to me, abominations. I, I squealed when she goes, "You make sure," because to me it was like, like if you're gonna hit, if like, or if you're gonna shoot at me, make sure you hit. You know, make sure you don't miss. That was like the vibe. Make yeah. sure you don't miss. Yeah. Uh, uh. Abominations. So it is war. Mystique and destiny. But here, Destiny says we must be on the same side. And she was saying that to Sinister, too. So I don't know if we can trust either of them. Because they're playing their own fucking game. Yeah, but maybe they're going to play a game with him. That's what I'm... But, to take him down. But, but, or, but, or is they playing a game with Storm? I don't know. When she's telling everybody, I need to be on your side, I don't know who to believe. She said, 
My love, don't tell anyone our secret plan. We're going to be the stars of Paradise Lost. I also <laughs> I also love where he just kills Wanda. Where he's like, no more Wanda. You know, no more Wanda. Just in case. <laughs> no more Wanda. That was, I laughed out loud. And went, then the, <laughs> the, is it Chimera or Chimera? Or Chimera? We'll never Chimera? know. There's no way of ever knowing. Those um, are now being created. Um, so, th- so it's like moving. I was like, oh, this is moving fast. This is going fast. Uh, I love a Sugar Man appearance. But now Storm, they, he kind of attacks Mars. And now Storm is like the world's most wanted. Can we talk about Beast Colossus, though? Yeah. He was huh. great. He's like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I mean, and it looks like this ends where they're finally going to reveal um, the diamonds. But at the same time, they're like, well, you know, but we also want our own thing. Like the sinister, which is a selfish motivation, is also motivating all of them. So even though they're under his influence, they're also like, well, we're evil now, so I want my thing. And that's and the so flaw. he's just like, oh, well, fuck, I don't want that. Um, And so he's like, I maybe, okay, this was 10 years. I did pretty good. Let's start over. But uh-oh, somebody stole uh-oh. the Moira's. Do you think that was Destiny? Ooh. I don't know. Who stole the Moiras? Where's the Moiras? And it's Was crazy it the other because sinisters? this is going to go. But that's the thing is it's going to go up to year 10, going to go to year 100, and going to go to year 1,000. So that means he's not able to find these Moiras for at least 1,000 years. Oh, that is true. Yeah. So this is going to go on for 1,000 years. Shit. Fuck. Look at the um, Sins of Sinister. The final issue is called Sins of Sinister Dominion. Mm-hmm. Where he wants to take over the, um, the is it the tech tech shit the phalanx the yeah. phalanx the yeah, Woo. well, well, good luck, sir. Good stuff. You know what else was some good stuff? Legion of X. Legion of X was some good stuff. Uh, and it turns out the rumors a little going heartbreaking around. and tragic. What? Yes. Oh, tragic. Well, yeah, because what we tragic. don't know officially. If what Xavier did to Legion is permanent. But other stuff happened too. Wait, like what? Now I'm trying to think. What? Like, Warlock is dead and Ducky's been severed from him forever. So Doug had oh, his right, 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 soul right, ripped right. out. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah, Forget yeah. Me Not, Forget Me Not saved everybody, died, and because Lost's ear thing came out, they forgot. She didn't know when they don't remember that he lived. Oh, that was really sad. They too. have that panel that says nobody died today, and they show Forget Me Not skull in the foreground. Listen, he might have been Omega. <sighs> he dead. They still can't remember. I know. He must have been so scared to die because it's like no one's gonna remember to resurrect me. His last lines were Remember me, and no one does. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, and Warlock's then dead like, too. Oh, I totally, I totally fucked up. I'm well, so sorry. I, fucked I have up. a feeling though, but a, a lot of this stuff that's going on, like, but Warlock is technically a mutant, so Warlock could be resurrected. You think? I think so. He's a mutant. 
Do we have verification? Also, how many times has Warlock died? And then he comes back. That's why I'm not worried about it. They just need a little, they just need a little spark of him and then they can just rebuild him. It's fine. He's not grouped. He is. That's what I mean. Well, he died in the extinction agenda. And then there was just Doug Lock for all that time. Extinction agenda. Extinction agenda. We're gonna bring that up when we talk about X Force. Oh shit. I know, right? Jesus Christ. Jesus Um, Christ. Um, but then we do find out that Mother Righteous is the heart sinister. Which we should have known. How did that happen? I don't know how that happened, but her name is Mother Righteous. That is the opposite of Mr. Sinister. God damn it. I know, right? And she has the heart. She's got the heart. What a world. Remember there was the remember there was Mrs. Sinister? Yeah, she was um she was like she some lady another... and then a sin No, she was some lady who Sinister died and then of like he injected like she she had Sinister DNA and it activated when he died. Oh. I thought Mother Righteous was gonna be like, I used to be Miss Sinister. I would love that, but no. She has a different yeah. origin. Well, we saw, because that was the thing is at the, we saw like in the olden days where like when that he created those original four clones with, and each one had the different thing on it. So I just find that very interesting of like, how do you, when you create the clone, how one is a woman? I'm, I'd like to know, I want to know how that came about. That's all fascinating. To yeah. Me. I love, love it. it. I love it. Um, And then we got X-Force where it's like, yeah, He's the man with the peacock tattoo. And oh, uh, I'm, I'm just the son of the gene engineer. Not really the son, you know, the clone. Oh, the clone. I'm just a clone of the gene engineer. You remember that guy yeah. from way back? Yeah. He was the guy. I mean, this was our peak era. He was like. He's the one that, like, you know, did it to rain and did it to storm. Like, Gene engineered them to make he them what they, the, mutates. Uh, the mutates. Mutates. Remember, like, yeah. f- his son, Philip Moreau, and his girlfriend, Jenny uh-huh. Ransom? And he was willing oh, to turn Jenny Ransom, his son's girlfriend, into a mutate? Yeah. All of this was, like, 1988. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. What um, was that? I'm just, uh, there's, for some reason, there's, um, when I'm clicking through the pages of X-Force. Do you watch porn? Do you no. watch porn when we no, do the show? No, but like ads are popping up when I'm clicking through the Girl. pages of X-Force. Oh my God. See? <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> Mute your shit. Mutate. Mute, mutate it. Mutate it. All right. So crazy. I was like, oh, the Gene engineer. I didn't care then. I don't care now. No, it's cool. And uh, what else we got? What other comics were there? Oh, we got Exterminators ended. Exterminators ended. Um, and Dazzler is uh, Dazzler's working in WeHo. But we'll talk Dazzler's about that. Let's WeHo, talk about that one great. last. Let's talk about that one okay. last. Let's talk about Saber. Let's talk about Sabretooth and the Exiles, which is just still continuing on a real fun journey. Yeah, that's a real fun journey. It was, but it's trippy. It's weird, right? The ending made no sense. Um, well, that's the thing is they're now like in the, 
in like the astral plane with third eye. But then Orcus is like mining the astral plane, which was so weird. To Very me. cool. And I liked it. um and so they were fighting on the astral plane, and then some people were outside the astral plane, but then they were dead. But then the, all the trapped uh, mutants were like, oh, we're freed, but we don't have our powers, and we need to protect them. It was just a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And then at the end, they found this shriveled body of a man who somebody who who Oya says his name was Victor Creed. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, so Victor then- Victor Creed is Sabretooth. Yeah, exactly. So it was like this weird Sabretooth on the astral plane. Like being held. Why captive. is there a why is there a weird saber tooth on the astral plane being held captive when our saber tooth is right there looking at him? Well, but that's the thing is we do we know whether saber tooth had ever been resurrected before? Like, there's a oh, chance there's know. a previous there could be a previous story that was just not told where he had like oh I guess he died we don't know he was sucked into the astral plane he's dead. Wow. And so they resurrected What a, what a person to resurrect, like not knowing if he was dead or not. That's weird to well, me. Well, we don't know. I mean, that's we we really don't know. There's also the whole entire Axis thing kind of got dropped. And maybe that's the good soul of Victor Creed from Axis. That'd that be fun. Removed. Bring that back. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah. Or it could be the Victor Creed from Exiles that was fucking Psylocke. And that was the friends oh, with uh, that was friends with Blink. Oh my god! So there's some different things that it could be. Yeah, I still want to know what is the thing. Like what I want to know the mechanics of Orphan Maker's powers that are. They still didn't be. go into it in enough specificity that satisfied me. They're like, quick, get his stuff on his powers. I'm like, but what? I know exactly. What are they? Exactly. Did you say dark but web then is stupid? Oh, yeah, dark web. I mean, what's it wrong just with you? Like, you liked it? I didn't like it, but I mean, Scott, Gene, and Maddie reconciled. I mean, come on. Yeah, they reconciled. And I okay. Here's the thing. I don't care. For me, there's unforgivables. Okay. And trying to murder your baby son, Cable. Because you're pissed that you got dumped. That's an unforgivable to me. So this whole thing of trying to turn her back, I've never really been fully on board with. And so they're like, oh, we understand why you were mad. She tried to murder the baby. Like they're just never mentioning that. I would maybe be, uh, if they even, they just bring it up. Bring it up. I will say the only cool thing I liked as it ends where now Limbo is in New York as like has an ambassador building. Oh, that's the part I thought was so stupid. I I think that's funny. I think it's stupid, but I think it's funny. But I felt the whole making up between um, we, we predicted the whole thing that would happen on episode one of Dark Web. So I just find it all very stupid. I don't I'm just like, whatever. I think that I think in terms of something that's unforgivable, I think canceling dinner plans after 3 p.m. That's unforgivable. I think trying to slice your baby in half, like we just need to talk it out and it'll be fine. (laughs) Okay. God, you just forgive redheads for anything. That's true. I do. Like you. Me. I know. 
You're the only redhead I know. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about exterminators. Exterminators came to an end. It did. And it was a real it was a real fun ride. And it looks like they're just gonna kind of stay their own team of just fighting uh, uh vampires. Until two of them don't speak to one another because they're vying for the same spot on the X-Men. Jubilee and Dazzler. Why is Cannonball in the lead? I thought um, this was a slam dunk for Dazzler. This is Am so I crazy. Cannonball was already wasn't he in the first one? Am I crazy? No. No, he was in the new He movies. was in the first one. He was in the first X-Men vote. He was one of the candidates. Oh, you're right. You're right. We did a political ad about him. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. No. So why again? And listen, Jubilee was in the X-Men cartoon. Why isn't she in the lead? Dazzler was in the video game. You know who's going to win? I'm calling it Juggernaut. Ugh, he's not even a mutant. He was that meme, though. Like, he was, like, the first meme. Who cares? All, I don't care. All the people, it's pissing me all off. the people who are, who are turning 40 years old, who, who grew up saying, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. They're voting. Ugh. Jesus Christ. The X-Men vote's going to tear us apart, okay? <laughs> what, what happened in Exterminators? Um, who are you voting for, by the way? I voted for Dazzler. What are you, insane? I voted for Dazzler. Are you insane? I'm voting for Dazzler too. 250th episode. We are making our endorsement. The funny thing is, is we're, and, and that's the thing Blair. is like, and, but and my thing is I'm voting for Dazzler, but I am not going to begrudge someone liking someone else, but I'm seeing people from other podcasts being like, oh my God, like you guys, like you, like it's going to be fucked up if you don't vote for Frenzy. And I'm like, no, no. You cannot do this. No, I'm not fucking voting first for Frenzy. All, we need fucking Dazzler again. Right. Come on. I, um, I just want to bring back the, uh, I would love to bring back a team of the, the Outback roster. That's why I voted for Dazzler. I just want the Outback roster. I mean, can you guys picture it? For those youngins, picture an X-Book that has Storm, Rogue, Dazzler, Psylocke, Havoc, Colossus, Wolverine, and Longshot. Come on. That would be so fun. Psylocke, Quanin. And you don't even have to put Longshot. Nightcrawler. Yeah, put Nightcrawler instead. I'm fine with that. There you go. Boom. Same thing. Ah, oh, I can't. I can't. But I just I do have um some other news because in da- at the end of Exterminators, Dazzler moved to West Hollywood, so I've run into her a few. That's times. That's right near you. Oh, you have. Yes, and so I did. I happened to mention that I have a podcast, and then she just wouldn't shut up about it. And she just wants no. to have uh, a segment. No, on it. so I've agreed no, no. to give um, her oh, a segment. Fuck. So she's actually been sitting here. Uh, she's here now. Oh, uh, Joe just let her in. Um, so I'm sorry. I wanted it to be a surprise for the 250th. Everybody, Yay. here's our new segment: Hot Goss with Dazzler. Well, it's. Hot gossip with your favorite beauty. Dazzler's bringing you some scalding hot tea. 
Yeah. Hi. Oh Hi. my God. Oh, it's hey, so Allison good to Blair, be back. I'm sorry. Don't yeah. call me Allison. Call me oh. Dazzler. My name sorry, is I did Dazzler. Not mean- I did not mean to call you by your human name, Dazzler. It's so good to have you here. I'm currently in the running to be an X-Man, so I don't I, I need the name out there. I need to be I need it to be Googled, Googleable. Cause right now I, the first time practicing if, as soon Cause that's the thing. If you type in Dazzler, it's just some stupid discotheque in Newark, New Jersey. It's like, no, I need I need to be number one. I need to be number one. So you're being out Googled by a club in Newark, New Jersey when people type in Dazzler? Yeah. All right. Just shut up. All right. Okay. I don't need you to fucking rub it in my face. I heard you're from New Jersey. It's probably your fucking fault. I'm not from Newark. All right. Anyway, I'm here to do some hot goss because since I'm on Krakoa and I'm always doing the clubs and all of the, and now that everybody's gay, I'm the, I'm the person that every gay comes to, to tell their secrets. And now that everybody's gay. Mm -hmm. It's like, come on. Oh, you're full of secrets. All right. So here is my first piece of gossip. I don't know if you're aware of this, but a certain bedroom of a certain Ruby Quartz Divisor person is being shared not only with his wife, but with one Wolverine. (laughs) Oh, I bet you that's surprising you, huh? So, Daz, you're going for, like, blind items because typically they're a little bit harder to guess who you're talking about. And also you don't name names. Oh, crap. Sorry. Give me another one. Okay. Um, well, how about a certain beautiful blonde-haired singer? Oh, there you go. Um, is actually met a really hot guy in a mask. Um, okay. His name is Dr. Oh, Stasis, name? and uh, uh, he has kind of wait. like a bad boy edge. I did finally what? lift the hat off a bit, and there was like uh-huh. a weird like stamp of a playing card on his head. But whatever, um, he was fucking me. Was it like style. a? Was it like a club? That's it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So a few things. And, Dr. Stasis yeah? is. Uh, Dr. Stasis works for. Orcus, which is a racist, fascist, violent um, oh, organization. Shit. Oh, I'll can you homophobic. not tell the X-Men that? Homophobic. Also, oh. On top of that, it was oh. revealed that Dr. Stasis is actually Mr. Sinister. What? I fucked Mr. Sinister. Well, look, okay, you know what? You need to give a girl a break because, like, I am telling you right now, after I got dumped by that Fucking oh vampire with a necklace. I'm a long-haired vampire with a necklace. Okay? Yeah, I know. And so I, know. I need to fuck a bunch of guys to get him out of my head. But I will tell you this. Oh, no. See a therapist. I fucked a girl, too, to get her out. Of, I, that's right, Dazzler. You did. It goes both ways. It is. I was on. I went into Legion's um, astral area. And there was this girl with a white braid. Her name was Mother Righteous. And let me tell you, she ate my pussy all righteous. What? No, no. First of all, uh, I'm not shaming. I'm just saying that's another Mr. Sinister. Are you fucking kidding me? I I got fucked by two Mr. Sinisters. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, I... I think you're infected, girl. She told me that she was going to, she told me she was going to give me PR powers so that I could automatically get a hit album. 
Oh, no. No, she's not going to do that. Or if she does, it's going to be a horrible Shit. price to pay. All I know is living in West Hollywood isn't really easy. I already... I... I do I wanted to perform Monday night at Mickey's and they said it's drag night. And I'm like, excuse me, who's a bigger drag queen than me? But then it turned out that there, there was someone called Heidi in Closet that was performing there and I got bumped by her. <laughs> On a Monday? Well, that's that's the drag night. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe you could try next Monday. I guess so. Yeah, there's just um, someone named Jinx Monsoon. I've never heard of her. Oh, no, you're screwed. Also, Mr. Sinister is actively taking over the planet right now. Do you Are you aware of this? Are you doing anything about it? You know what? I am, but here's the thing. I can't die. Um, Lord knows I've tried. I've tried to commit suicide Whoa, four times okay. since this breakup. What? <laughs> no, It that's doesn't horrible. take. You should please talk it to It doesn't somebody. take. Well, suicide... I mean, three of them were just, you know, one was just, I was joyriding a little too hard. The other one I just did, I tried to do heroin and cocaine at the same time. So it was more just like me experimenting. But here's the thing, I can't die. So I've never had to be resurrected. So I don't have that little diamond on my head. And But you know what? I'm just going with it because I really want to get voted into the X-Men. And so what? They're I'm a little fascist. You know what? If that's what it takes to be an X-Man, you know, you just have to roll with the punches. You know what? You're right. And I'm sure you know who I think agrees with you, Storm. So next time you see her, why don't you try to convince her of this argument? See what she says. I am not talking to that bitch because I'll tell you this. She would not hang out with She never has time for me. She's like, she's like, oh, Dazzler, I don't have time for you. I'm I'm, I'm the queen of the goddamn solar system. And Dazzler, I'm so sorry. We are out of time. Thank you and so much for being here. And I saw that bitch with the here. Scarlet Witch. So she, no, hey, yeah, yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. See you next week. Don't ever fucking do that to me again. I'm going to do it every week. I'm sorry. Are we paying her? No, but she threatened to murder me. Like she's going to shoot me with a <laughs> solid light photon beam if I don't let her do this. <laughs> well, that's the worst. You have no choice but to let her on. Every but week. I will say she did have a good segue. She talked about she saw Storm with Scarlet Witch. I, I caught her trying to do that segue. I appreciate <laughs> She's looking. She's looking out for the the macro narrative of the show. Well, why don't we Storm talk? And yeah. Scarlet Witch. Why don't we talk about another different comic? Hit it. Comic, 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 comics that I have read. There's other comics than the X Men, but who cares really? Welcome to our segment where we talk about non X Men comics. So now let's talk about Scarlet Witch, starring Storm. I'll leave the door open. <laughs> so you did not read Scarlet Witch when we talked about no, it last I time. I have read what it. What do you now. feel about this whole this door? She's got this door. Losers walk in, be like, "I'm a loser. I have nowhere to turn. Help me." It's fine. It's fine. It's not bad, but it's not amazing. I it's like it. Fine, but it's a cool. It's a cute idea. It's cute. We have Darcy. But at the same time where she's like, she's like, whenever someone's in dire need, I'm like, the world's about to end. Why isn't there not a million people coming through that door at once? Right. I think is a dire need with something that's like mystical or spell that she could actually help with? It's who knows. Maybe it's like dire need where I can actually solve the problem. And that's why there's like fucking nobody coming through. I just think it would make a really good TV show. It's like, Hey, it's it's Wanda. It's Elizabeth Olsen. She's got a cute shop in like Asheville, North Carolina. 
and in walks like a minor celebrity each and every week. And it's like, I lost my pearls. I lost my husband. I mean, isn't that what the She-Hulk show is doing? Yeah, but there was no door. <laughs> but we have a door. But we Adore have a door. Delano. And in fact, through Adore Delano comes Viv Vision in, the, in our first of two stories featured in this issue. And Viv is like, you're not my mom. You're not my stepmom. You're not my aunt. I don't even know why I'm here. Yeah. And Wanda's like, well, let me help you. And Viv is like, ugh, you're not my mom. And she's like, okay, cool. Magic, magic, magic. Well, oh, by the fun, way, fun, fun, she's fun. the second. Gone. She's the second story, not the first story. What's the first one? The first one's the Italian one. Because at the end of the Italian one, Viv shows up at the door at the end of that book. Girl, we already talked about Scarlet Witch number one on this show. No, I know, but you said the first story was Viv Vision. I meant the first story in issue number two. Oh, all right. Sorry. Sorry. No, because the, there's two parts. Because the storm story is like a oh, whole Oh, got it, got it, got it. Like, That's a whole separate second thing. half of the book. Okay, fine, yeah. fine, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different writer even. Okay. Well, yeah, Viv Vision shows up and then there's like Nightmare's daughter is there and then they, she like battles her and then it's and then she's like, here, yeah. she's like, here, have my pain and chew on that bitch. And then she's like, bye, bitch. And then it's <laughs> she over. literally said, she literally said, chew on that bitch. And it's not just her pain. It was just, it was just iced with her pain. The cakey center was a spell that made her crave dream, hope, right? Dreamstress. She craves bliss and hope yeah. now, but she's still disgusted by it. <laughs> oh my God. It sounds like me, like trying to, it sounds like who I'm attracted to. Oh my God. It would be like, you're like, oh man. <laughs> I can't get man. enough of it, but it's it still a like, man. <laughs> the only food you'll shall never go hungry again. Yay. But the only food you can eat, Brett, are golden raisins. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with a golden raisin? Gross. Uh, do you hate, do you not like raisins, like like oatmeal raisin cookies? I'm not, I don't love, love raisins. I will pick them out of things if they're in them. Hmm. But like, how dare you when you're getting oatmeal at Starbucks or like trying to get a salad and someone's like, here, put these golden raisins in it. Like, go the fuck away. Are you like that? How do you feel about a craisin or a dried cherry? I love a craisin. I love a dried cherry. Okay. But can you not put my daily intake of sugar on each and every one? Okay. Ask me about any food and I will have an opinion. <laughs> All right. Um... What? Uh, let, all right, we'll, we'll 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 put a pin in that. <laughs> yeah, and that'll let's be another talk segment. about Storm and Scarlet Witch. Let's do this because Storm, she's a creature of magic, and she's like, "Hey, by the way, the guy that's your dad, but wasn't really your dad, but he should still be your dad because that was a really stupid plot twist." Um, that <laughs> it was petty. That was it. Rick Remender that did that. Who did that? Uh, it was Mar. It was Ike Perlman who did it. Was that his name? The guy that like ran Marvel was like, don't put the X-Men on stuff. Yeah. So I was, I was, I, they really should have like retconned the retcon. That's what we all thought the trial of Magneto was going to be for. What a missed opportunity. 
But anyway, it's like, yeah, your dad's dead and he was good. So yeah. But the Scarlet Witch is like, oh, hey, baby, um, I need like another magic lady to help me get some stuff. And she's like, but I'm not magic. And she's like, girl, you're Storm. You're, if I say you're magic, you're fucking magic. Like you got yeah, black girl got- magic, bitch. Like, come on. What are you crazy? <laughs> I like you, you have everything. You're Storm. You have everything. <laughs> um, and they go and and basically she's just doing stuff to get stuff to like make tea. Is it just tea or was it magic tea? It's always magic tea, even tea. Okay. And then they make the tea. And then they spill the tea. And then they spill said tea. It's cute. Not really. Storm goes, if I knew you made tea this good, I wouldn't have voted against resurrecting you. <laughs> that was pretty was good. Like- yeah, I love it. <laughs> So funny. Also, next issue, Polaris. Polaris, fake sis, stepsister, or fake half-sister. Fake, you're like a sister to me. We never spoke. <laughs> I now require Polaris to be holding coffee at all times. I think that was one of the best evolutions of the Krakoan era. Polaris needs that caffeine. She just needs that goddamn Starbucks. Get her a flat white and she will save the day. (laughs) Yeah, it's cute. You know, this book is written by the same man who writes Marauders. Oh, that's right. We're just not going to talk about that. But that Storm story was written by Stephanie Williams, not, not Steve Orlando. Okay. Well, that's... I think Steve Orlando is doing a good job on this book. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I mean, you only have one way to go but up with Marauders. Hey! How about we talk about something we saw? I always feel like I'm watching a comic movie or TV. I guess I guess the music played already. <laughs> We'll fix it in post. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Okay. So Timely. we're talking about the new HBO show that everybody's jizzing over. Um, The Last of Us. I'm not. The Last of I'll Us. I'll admit, I really don't like zombie things. I really don't like apocalypse, end of the world scenario things. But uh-huh. I started watching this and I noticed it wasn't really focusing that much on the zombies. It was focusing more on the people. Um, which I do like, but I do have problems with it, but, but, um, it's, it's a fun, good show. Pedro Pascal is amazing as always. It's fantastic. Um, and he's, you know, doing that typical like trope of like, oh, there's a girl that could be the cure to everything. And we're going to take her. I'm going to try and take her and see if we can solve the cure. So traveling the lands of zombie, zombie filled lands with the girl. She's baby Yoda. Yeah. 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 Same thing. It's Mandalorian, right? But we had kind of this little bottleneck episode. <gasps> in episode three with Nick Offerman and the guy who Nick won Offerman. And the guy who won the Emmy for Murray Bartlett. Murray Bartlett. And uh, and we got this beautiful gay romance. Uh, really? So in the game, the character of Bill, Nick Offerman's character, is in the game. And we know from some sort of reference that he had a partner, Frank, and Frank was dead. 
But here, they give you the whole backstory of that, like, minor moment from the game. Which, speaking of the game, real quick, one of the things I like about this show is that the way they decided to shoot it, they really are emulating the game. They're really true to the source material. Because well, I mean, they're totally not awesome. doing the gas masks. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even the way the close-ups were shot, they remind me of the cutscenes from the game. Like the way the actors move. Well, the second episode was directed by the guy who wrote the game. Oh, there you go. But, uh, so yeah. Yeah. But this episode, it was just kind of this beautiful love story and everybody on TikTok was, was freaking out. And I, people were saying best episode of TV ever. And this is where I'm like, look, it was good. It was great. Did I cry? Yes, I cried. It's still no fucking San Junipero from Black Mirror. I'll tell you that much if we're talking about- It really is not. Great gay stories. And I'll tell you this, why they have to die. Spoilers. Why they have to die. It's a very kill your gays thing for me because he's not dead in the comic book. Nick Offerman is not dead in the game, in the game. That's true. So I- But you know mm, what? I, I like- I could not help watch that episode and think about the inevitable with me and my husband. And I'm sure you thought the same thing with Joe when you were watching it. Like, I wouldn't kill myself. This is going to be us one day. I'm not hmm? going to kill myself, though. But I let's all be honest. I'm good. So with me and Joe, I'm going to be the one in the goddamn wheelchair. And I wouldn't want him to fucking kill himself. I would kill myself. You would kill yourself? Probably. I like living. I mean, I guess I've if I was in an that. apocalypse world, I'd be like, eh, maybe I'd be done. No, because that's true. Honestly, if the apocalypse happens and it's like, oh, we need to like fight for water. I think I'm just. Oh, you're, you're done. I think I'm just going to be like, I'm okay. Come get me. <laughs> I'm going to lay down here. <laughs> but that's the thing. I But I'm going to try to get an easy death. I don't want to be pulled apart by zombies or anything. I don't want to have like an have episode an two where it's like you and your husband. I, I have like a put a bunch of pills. I don't want to be made out together. No, I'm not putting a bunch of fucking pills in wine. Put some pills in your wine and drink it with your husband Ugh. and go out. You much better. Anyway, it was very sad. It was very moving. But I also didn't think Nick Offerman needed to die. I think he would have been a great addition to the story. I really thought he was a series regular. Yeah, and that's so I'm kind of annoyed by that. Yeah. I would have loved it if he comes out of the bedroom and just was like, oh, no, I just wanted to fool him and think him think that he was wasn't dying alone. Yeah, I didn't take anything. Oh, my God. I wrote a sketch like that once me and my old (laughs) me and my old comedy partner uh, who I was my roommate, uh, Joel Anderson. We did some comedy. We did improv together, but we two man improv. And then we also sometimes would do sketches. And one of the sketches, we played two goth guys that were doing a suicide pact. And I was the like yeah. setting it all up and I was so excited. And then it was like, I like look in his bowl and I'm like, these are smarties. Like I was like, what? And he's like, oh, sorry. It's just oh. like the cure is coming next month. And I like, I didn't want to disappoint you. <laughs> and he's like, I was totally going to do it next month. <laughs> but, uh, well, did you, oh, speaking of, um, Pedro Pascal was also in Saturday Night Live. Oh, I didn't see it. And I will tell you this. There has been, for a long time running, 
two, I'd say the top two best breaking bloopers sketches would be the Californians. And the Lindsay Lohan. And the Lindsay Lohan, Debbie Downer sketch. And yeah. I think it, one just entered and really? made it. It's probably the best sketch I've seen from SNL in probably about five years. And it's, they all broke? It's the, yes. Bowen Yang lost it. Pedro Pascal was literally guffawing, crying, laughing, and could not oh, get his God, lines out. Wait. It's um, Ega Wodum. <laughs> Just plays. A, they're just at a birthday party, and she just plays a woman who wants her steak extra, extra, extra well done. And so, while the scene's happening, she's just trying to cut the steak, and the whole table is shaking, and no one can keep a straight face. And the whole time, she's just she's like, "I'm gonna fuck this steak up." She's like, "I'm gonna screw this steak up," and they're just trying to do stuff, and then. There's a point where then some the waiter comes over. He's like, "I'm sorry, we're getting a lot of complaints." And she just goes, "Oh, why? Because we're black." <laughs> and Bowen Yang, <laughs> I don't know if she improvised the line, but Bowen Yang full on guffaws and just starts covering his face and is like, can't stop laughing. It is the fucking funniest sketch I've ever seen. It's so fucking funny. Uh, oh my god. Anyway, everybody, watch it as soon as you can. It's so fucking good. Anyway, Ugh. Last of Us still fun show. It's not like it's people, so good. but but it's people not, are talking about it like it's the second coming of Jesus, and I'm like, all right, calm it's down. It's not as smart. It's not as smart as other shows that have taken us by the throat like this. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's fine. It's fine. It's good. It's it's good. It's like the before, it's good. It's good. But I'm not like, whoa, this dialogue. Yeah, exactly. You know, like let's let's all bring it down. Let's all like you know. Take a melatonin and try to maintain. Okay, everybody? Take a melatonin. Like, because everyone, my husband said, wow, they're really good at explaining what they're about to do on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a video game. Oh, wow. Oh, well. Well, I feel refreshed. I am ready for another 250 episodes. Bring them on. Woo! Can you imagine we're doing our 500th another... episode? Jesus. Oh, my God. And we still won't have the X-Men in the I'm MCU. Shit. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you so much for listening to every 250 episodes of this show, listeners, except that, except that one. Um, Evil Jeff, thank you so much for being on this journey. Thank you. This entire time. My God. Um, and thank you so much, listeners. Um, for heeding this advice. What advice? Remember. Oh. If you read comics. <gasps> well, then that makes you. Queer. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Bye.